Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Impossible to Say. My name is Emily Proctor. And my name is Kat Wellington. Happy to be here as always. As always. Just feeling so... Honestly, I'm feeling so happy right now. Really? Why? I don't know. Maybe it's because I am fully back and healed and just like healthy. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, just feeling good overall. Yeah. I'm feeling like not good today, but that's okay. I accidentally drank last night and... So I was like hungover and mm-hmm. I really was like trying to work out this week like actively and I've only gone once. So then I was like mad at myself for not going and then that's a whole thing, you know, mm-hmm. but I was like, okay, I can rationalize it by if I go the next two days, then that's still three times in a week. So it's like, it's okay. Yeah, that's still good. I scheduled a core power class this morning and I didn't go. Okay, but that does like that just like makes me feel like shit when I do that. And well, okay, it doesn't make me feel like shit when I don't work out when I don't want to work out. But when it's because I'm hungover, I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, I get that. But I mean, you had to drink on a what Tuesday night? You had no choice. I know. Yep. I have been drinking. I probably drank more this month, the month that everyone else is like drinking the least they ever have than I ever have in my life. I think that's why I've like honestly felt so great is because I mean like I said I'm not sick anymore but I've gone like 48 hours without drinking which is like the probably yeah the longest I've gone in a while like three weeks damn yeah I drank every day last week on accident and then I didn't even like realize it and then I was on my ski trip and I drank more than I more than I like ever in my life have like I'm I'm talking like Connor and I did the math the next day on the way home we each took like 10 fireball shots while drinking like beer the entire day and then and then went out and like had a tequila shot at dinner like I should have been I should have passed on oh my god that doesn't even sound like you no it was like bizarre but it was just passing around fireball bottles like on the slopes and like it doesn't really feel like you're I mean like when I say shots small I mean I took like four of those shooters. So, so mm-hmm. those were full shots, but then like mm-hmm. my swigs were small, but it just felt like I should have passed on, you know? I feel like when I go skiing and no matter how many little fireball shooters I take, it's just like, like water on the slopes. You know what I mean? No, I know. I think that's the only reason that I lived because I was doing something active and yeah, it doesn't like, I did feel drunk towards the end of my skiing, which I feel like I've never really like drunk skied. And I was like, okay, let's pack it up. Yeah, I I mean, everyone knows, y'all know, I don't like day drinking, so I don't really get too fucked up when I'm mm-hmm. skiing, but I am still so jealous because I was also supposed to go skiing the same weekend you went skiing, but we decided not to go because we were still kind of ill. Um, but how was your ski trip? I'm dying to hear about it. Mine was great. I wasn't going to go either. I had already bailed on mine because I was just feeling like it was too much um, mm-hmm. after the girls' week and everything, but then I was at Brooks podcast launch shout out to obsessed i just watched the episode actually today and it's so good I was i've been meaning crying to laughing listen. i can't wait it's you'll love it even more than me because it's like so i wasn't so i'm still not so much that girl where i was like fanfic like i wasn't like i tried to be obsessed with like one direction and i loved them but i like wasn't like all in like it's just yeah there's it's her and britney and they're just so all in and it's so entertaining to me and i like love people like that and i love listening to them talk about it I could listen to it for hours but anyway I went to Brooks like 
party launch for that. And I saw Connor there and he was going to bail because he was like, I don't want to do the drive by myself. And you like bailed on me. So I'd have to do it by myself. So then I was feeling guilty and I was like, fuck, like I had a date on Friday that I was really excited about. And then I called that guy and canceled on on him. And he was like really pissed off. So then I was like, we're not really pissed off, but like gave me an attitude. So I was just like, (laughs) okay, I don't really want to go on a date with him anyway. So then I was happy to go. But um, so talk about my ski trip a little. On the way there, I don't know if I've told you this, but on the way there, we were pulled over twice. Love that. And the first time the cop was like, okay, you're speeding, like heavily speeding. Your brake light is out. Your license plates are fake. Your registration is expired of, of 10 months, expired in April. Um, and it's not displayed where it's supposed to be displayed. And like a Texas car is supposed to be in the front. He mm-hmm. lists out all these things. And he's like, we couldn't find the insurance. We showed him insurance. And he's like, this is a Tacoma. Like you're in a Bronco. And I was, we were like, yeah. Um, oh so <laughs> we found the insurance. And he was like, oh, my God. Like at least you're insured. And he was like, I'm just going to give you guys like a warning because I just want you to have fun. And we were like what i literally pulled away and i was like you are the luckiest piece of shit like on this planet because he like he didn't know anything he didn't know his plates were not legal like he had no clue no fucking clue and i was like you're so lucky so then the next cop (laughs) we pulled over again and it's these two guys we're five the gps says five minutes from the airbnb oh my god that's even worse and they hated us literally wanted us dead and we were like we just got pulled over by your friend who like gave us a warning and they didn't believe us and we were like they asked his name which we should have gotten of course but we didn't know his name <laughs> so we were like he thought like they him. thought we were lying because yeah, i mean I it was crazy that. and connor's like he's got a real nice big like full mustache they were like yeah that doesn't help at all like that's all of us that's whatever every, actually every cop yeah so they literally were like, there's not even a chance in hell we can, like, not give you a ticket for this. Like, that would be insane. And we were like, well, your friend did it, but okay. Uh, <laughs> and he <laughs> – it was insane because he literally was like – he said there's not one legal thing about this vehicle. And I don't know how you've driven it on the road for one singular day. And I literally responded, yay. <laughs> and Connor <laughs> – Connor just kept saying, that is a- – <laughs> Saying, that's a really tough look for me <laughs> just over and over like that is a really tough <laughs> also like they thought he was like 16 so that didn't help <laughs> he's like i'm 28 <laughs> and this the other cop meanwhile was like shining the flashlight in the whole car because we're like in this like illegal vehicle and they're like we well, have a lot of alcohol in the back and we're like well, yeah well, we're like going skiing like whatever and yeah, it was just hilarious. <laughs> and then they finally oh, they let us go and they gave him like a fix it ticket, which is super lucky still, because he'll just have to figure figure everything out and then he'll just pay like 20 bucks. But really, really crazy. And they were like, you have to change the plates like the second you get to your Airbnb. And they were like, honestly, like we'll come around. They got our Airbnb address too, which was like freaking me out. Um, and they were like, Well, like, we're gonna come around and like honestly, you'll We'll probably ticket you if you don't do it. Obviously, we didn't do it. Yeah, no way. We were, we had to go out. Like, did they did they come around? 
No, but we switched it before we left to like his actual plates, which were in the car, of course. So I'm so so confused about the fake plates. But we sorry, don't need so to get he into has it. A, he has a Fibs vanity plate. Oh, and they they were able to tell us that vanity plates are illegal in the state of California. Connor's Perfect. jaw on the floor. I, Connor's saying, I had no idea, <laughs> which like he didn't. And to be fair, there are a shit ton of vanity plates in California, so I don't really, I don't really understand that, but. Yeah, that makes no sense. Because it was like a gift from his dad. So we'd like call his dad. <laughs> it was a whole thing. But then we went out and it was great. And then skied the next day. Didn't ski that long. But honestly, like good amount of time for me. I would have liked like maybe a couple more runs because we had to rent. So it took us longer to get out. And then the whole... I haven't personally been to one of these places where like you see it all the time in like Aspen and everywhere like... And Mammoth of, like, where the whole resort turns into a, a rave. Mm-hmm. hmm And it's funny because Connor was, like, I was telling him that I've never experienced that because I grew up skiing in Maryland and, like, around Maryland. Like, and he he literally, it's so funny. He was, like, I didn't know that there was any ski resorts that, like, didn't turn into raves. I was, like, oh, my God. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so that was because I was, you know, I don't like, like, crowds like that. But because I was already so drunk. It was like the most fun I've ever had in my life. They look so much fucking fun. Like I'm like the way that we were dancing, I was like uh, in heaven. God. And I don't even like like house music, you know? Yeah. I just wish I can't even imagine Wisp turning into like <laughs> fucking like rave. <laughs> when I tell you, like there was bars inside and outside, every bar line was massive. We could not even get like a drink. And you couldn't get in or out. There was one point, another point in the day where like Connor and I were trying to get out to get more alcohol. And it was the tightest crowd I've ever been, which sounds really scary. But at one point, like when we tried to get back in, my face was just smushed between people. I, Connor and I are holding hands. I'm like pulling him as hard as I can. He is completely <laughs> smushed by people. He is levitating. Like he's, that's how smushed he is. He's like we off are- the ground. And we are just looking at each other like our smushed faces in the crowd, sobbing, like crying, laughing. Like, oh my God, you must have been hammered if you didn't have a panic attack during that. I, Emily, I didn't even have any anxiety at all. I was pissed off though because after we got that bag of beer that we went through hell and back for, one of the guys we were with while we were walking back to the crowd situation, he was like, oh, my God, you guys got the beer? Thanks. Reached in the bag, grabbed a beer out. This guy that worked there came right over, grabbed the bag right off Connor's shoulder and said, I'll take that. Thanks. Bye. <gasps> full bag of beer, full bag of fireball. My bag also. What? My shirt also completely gone. Why? So that, no outside alcohol. But we couldn't physically get to a bar either because, like, the lines were miles. What the fuck? That's so confusing and so weird. I mean, you know that you you can't bring your own alcohol. No, no, I know. I know. You're right. It felt insane because we were at the point where, like, we felt invincible, you know? We we're like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, of course. Yeah, he snatched it super quick. Um, Yeah, then the ride home, we did not get pulled over. I also didn't know anyone but Connor on the trip, and I loved them all, which is fun because they all, like, live on the west side. So hopefully I, like, have more west side mm-hmm. friends now. Um. But yeah, that was it. And I like don't even want to ask about your weekend because I like know it's extremely triggering for you. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it was really the the twenty four hours after were tough, but I definitely think I've 
recovered enough now to talk about it, but there really isn't anything to say. Obviously, I texted Alicia separately, like worried about you. Um. Yeah. Well, I like. So obviously, you. For those who don't know, we're talking about the Ravens game on Sunday, and we did unfortunately lose. It was really fucking heartbreaking. I honestly think it was like the most heartbreaking loss I've ever experienced, like as a Ravens fan. Like genuinely, it was horrible. Um, why do you getting, Why do you say that? Like over other games, I think because it's like the best Baltimore team we've had in like I mean since Lamar Jackson started playing for us. Um, mm-hmm. And I just really, I think everyone thought that we were going to go to the Super Bowl. Like, literally everyone thought that. Um, it's hard doing it. It's hard at being at home, too. Yeah, and that, I mean, it was our first AFC Championship game there, I guess, I think, since the Ravens started in Baltimore. So it was tough. I went to the game with my brother. Kyle also went with another one of our friends. So, like, the four of us being there was hard. I was sobbing, crying afterwards, and I started getting so many texts, like, Obviously, everyone was being so sweet, but I like couldn't even look at my phone. I was so upset. Um, and then I scrolled through the Facebook group that night. Like when I was laying in bed, I didn't end up going to bed until like 2 a.m. I was drinking all night long. Um, and everyone in the Facebook group was being so sweet. Like before the game started, they were like, oh, my gosh, like rooting for the Ravens because mm-hmm. Emily's a Ravens fan. That. Like, um, And I didn't really interact with any of those posts because I was too fucking depressed. So I'm so sorry. But you guys were so goddamn sweet about it. Um and it was crazy. Taylor was like pretty much directly above me. So I couldn't see her, which sucked. Um, but I, I couldn't believe I she was there. Can't believe Taylor is in Baltimore. It was crazy. Yeah, I heard that rumor that she was saying in St. Michael's was not true. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Someone ran it was in like text. New Jersey or something. That makes so much more fucking sense, obviously. Mm-hmm. Flew her PJ down, I'm sure, Sunday. Yeah, morning. that's what she did. Um, yeah, it was really hard to watch. I was feeling so like bittersweet about everything with her and Travis because obviously they were so happy because they beat us. Which I can't believe you didn't. I mean, I understand like rushing out of the stadium, but like there's no world in where I couldn't stay and watch them like make out on the field. Well, I didn't even like consider the fact that she'd be on the field. Because that like hasn't it, happened before, right? It didn't even cross my mind. I mean, like, no, like, they have the whole, like, usually I think the problem is, is that the team that usually wins the AFC championship is not always the home team, but, like, obviously there's a higher chance of that. So the fans all stay around to see, mm-hmm. like, the ceremony and get the little trophy and they all get their cute little hats. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we left with, like, a minute left. So, and I was looking at the photos, all that stuff of Taylor and Travis, the stadium's pretty much fucking empty. So it probably took like 30 minutes for her to get down to the field. I feel like. That's um, true. Yeah. I, mean, oh, there okay. I didn't of... realize that. Yeah. So like, you probably wouldn't have been able to see it anyway. I mean, possibly, I don't know if they were like kicking people out. There weren't a lot of Kansas city fans there. So I probably was empty except for them. So I don't know. I think I still would have just been, I would have been like sobbing, crying. <laughs> So it would have sucked. But um, to be able to even see those interactions because, like, of how lateral they are, how, like, cute they were, like, to see those from afar, I would have been shitting myself. I mean, I would have been crying even harder at that, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the video, I, like, can't stop looking at it without smiling, especially the one where you can hear the audio of Bro. them. I still – I go back and forth with that audio of, like, what I think that they're saying. But – like he definitely says i i love you obviously but then yeah. he, he, do you think he says i love you so much it's not even funny i think so i think so too but there's like some other theories of like 
there's other theories of like, I love you so much. Like, this is so much fun. And then she says like, I thought she said this is the most proud I've ever been, but she said like, this is the most fun. I thought she said this was the most happy. Or sorry, happy. This is the most yeah. happy I've ever Which been. Which is a crazy thing to say. It's kind of, I thought that, that was kind of lived. rude. I thought that was kind of rude because like, why wasn't she the happiest she's ever been at our fit, fit, uh, Pittsburgh show? Yeah, I don't I don't get that either. That's Makes weird. No sense. That's weird. I, out of all the things that that bitch has done, mm, crazy. The happiest moment when your man wins a game. At the end of the day, though, like. No, I know. Yeah, she right. She's riding for her man's. I just, I really think, I really think it's Taylor and Travis in the end. It I is. I'm hundred percent sure. Yeah, at this point. And then I found out yesterday, which it was old news, but that Taylor bought or Travis bought them matching bracelets that say TNT, like Taylor and Travis. Like I'm gonna mm-hmm. kill myself. Yeah, and now they're being really open about like the timeline and stuff. Like Travis is on his on interviews and stuff so mm-hmm. we know like exactly when they started dating so now people are like watching their concert footage again of like when they were together and you can like tell like she's happier like when they started dating like even just at her shows it started like fairly recently after she went to kansas city right in july like was it the like game 20- you mean no 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 like she did her show in kansas city like at the chief stadium in july yeah, it was, and I think it was like the end of July, beginning of August when they like kind of they first started seeing each other. I thought, right? I whatever that game is that she went to the first time, it was Travis said it was a month before that. Yeah, so I think that was yeah September or something like that. But yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Like looking back the, at the surprise songs that she was singing, like they make so much more sense now. They're making me like want to be in love so bad. Yeah. Because she's so in love. And I'm like, oh, my God, I want to feel that way. It is crazy, though. I mean, she was dating a man for six years, and we never even got a fraction of the content that we have from both of them now. It's wild. I was thinking about their wedding, like, all day yesterday. I don't know. Like, it's just going to, like, it's going to rock the world in a way that we don't even, we can't even prepare for. No, literally, like, they just made a whole fucking documentary. I mean, it wasn't specifically about David and Victoria, but that was, like, obviously a big chunk of the documentary. Like, this is, like, it's history. Sorry. It's crazy. Hopefully they, like, elope or something for my sanity. Cat, I mean, they're gonna, whether they get a, whether they elope or not, they're gonna have a massive, crazy fucking party. How do I get there? Like, how do I get there? Like, I don't want to be I don't want to be there. You don't want to be there? No, I don't think I could take it. I want to be there. There's going to be so many fucking annoying people there. Like the, oh, that stupid little TikToker, whoever that guy is, the brother. The, the, oh, Jackson. Mm -hmm. He'll be there. Like if he can be there, can I go? I don't think there's been any stuff of him and Taylor. Oh, no, there has been. You're right. Just like one thing. Try to ignore that though. He's a horrible person. I know. I, I don't think she knows that. I was thinking about that. Like, she tries so hard to, like, avoid controversial people like that. And then, like, mm-hmm. this dumbass, like, gets, like, a selfie with her and she's smiling ear to ear. I feel like her guard is, like, so down in these situations where she's so happy. Yeah. At least Travis isn't, like, blood related to him. He's plays on the same team as his brother, which is good. But. Yeah, no, for sure. He so, actually, yeah. He wouldn't get invited, but. No. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Yeah. But. Either way, I'm really happy for Taylor. I'm not super happy for the Chiefs at all, mm-hmm. but that's life. Okay. It is what it is. So. 
Why were you saying you were mad at Travis? He was being just like kind of a butthead during the game, but he was also playing really well. So I was just being like, he was being a butthead. (laughs) He was just like doing all these, like every time he'd catch a pass, he'd like point and be and like cheer and just be like kind of obnoxious, but whatever. He was playing well. So I get it. Yeah. Just pissing me off. That's fair. So he just like, it made me, it just reminded me of how I thought about him before he started dating Taylor. Because I've said even on this podcast before, like, I don't know about him. Like, mm-hmm. he kind of gives me, like, douchebag, like, arrogant vibes. Um, so, you know, I was brought back to that. But luckily, now that he has our girl Taylor by his side, grounds him a little. So. He really loves her, too. It's like, wow. Did you see that the <laughs> – I was just telling Kyle this before we started recording tonight – that the Republican Party is saying that – the Democrats have propped up Taylor and Travis as like a fake couple to help promote and like endorse Biden <laughs> and like the Democratic Party. I can't. <laughs> I like, cannot. It's so. Oh, it's so fucking crazy. It's so yeah, stupid. that's actually that's true. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. Well, the best thing that's happened is that they have she has gotten the Republican Party to actually start caring about carbon emissions and climate change because now. Uh, like Fox <laughs> is talking about her uh, private jet and like all the traveling that she's doing, which is so crazy because they never used to give a fuck about that stuff before. Wow. I love that actually. Yeah. It's actually amazing. It's like Damn, reverse psychology. Like, that's the problem with Taylor is there's like everyone's grasping at straws to like hate her. Like it's like, oh, share her plane. I'm like, okay, she's the most famous woman in the world like yeah she has to jet unfortunately so at this time so like okay she's gonna be emitting carbon she's not the only fucking one like she's yeah. literally not the only one <laughs> but also i'm just saying like that's such a like of course yeah i understand no i, I do understand but mm-hmm. i'm like there's not much to be mad to about on her for mm-hmm. like people are mad that she's attending the football games of her boyfriend like okay god forbid they show fucking like I don't know. Name a famous man on the sidelines. I don't know any. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Can't either. Um, God forbid they show a man like, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's so cool." So and so's at the game. Yeah. Shut up. Anyway, that that the whole like booing when she's on the screen thing pissed me off. Even though I wasn't even there for it, and also just like men watching and being so mad about it, but like. I mean, it's it's all been said before, but it's literally all the NFL's fault. It has nothing to do with her. And it's, like, just doing – it's boosting the NFL. Like, who cares? They also – someone did the breakdown. Um, a sportscaster did it. Um, and she's was shown, like, 46 seconds out of, like, the whole three-and-a-half-hour game. Or, like, I don't even think it was that much. Like, I think it was, like, 25 seconds. Like, something I'm sure, crazy. yeah. Like, it's just so fucking stupid. I just, like, wish I was that passionate about fucking anything because maybe I'd be more successful, like, because I can't imagine getting so mad about something like that. No, I know. Apparently, um, our friends here in Fed went to the bars to go watch the game and said that any time they showed Taylor, which was, I think, three times probably, um, the whole bar started booing. And the girls, like, our friends were, like, it was really uncomfortable. That's what I'm talking about. And that happened everywhere. That happened at the bars in Annapolis, too. Yeah. It's just like so ugh, it's so gross. Like literally, like as as Ravens fans, like why aren't just boo every time the Chiefs are on the screen? <laughs> like it <laughs> yeah. has nothing to do focus, with her. Focus your energy, babe. 
yeah refocus your energy and maybe we would have fucking won you guys god i also feel i've like seen some tiktoks of like positives of like dads watching out with the their like young daughters <gasps> yeah. and then being into it and i reposted this one tiktok about like did you see that one guy i can't remember exactly what he said let me just play it on the mic hold on okay for those of you people out there, especially grown men, expressing all this nasty, ridiculous hate for Taylor Swift just for existing and supporting her boyfriend in the NFL. Keep in mind, Taylor Swift's not going to see or hear any of that. But you know who will? Your daughters. And with all this juvenile hate you're showing Taylor Swift for simply being there, you're encouraging your daughters to shrink themselves, reduce who they are because if they do anything more than that if they just decide to be themselves they're going to get a whole lot of hate from not only the world but from people just like you anyway i thought he articulated it perfectly his name is author robert people i don't know but i was just like i, I could picture i know chill full body like i can picture dads being like come on like we just want the game but it's like Yes, like that. You're doing that in front of your daughters. And you, the game's on. You ain't missing anything. <laughs> Enjoy it. They would never <laughs> cut away from the play. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, that's all I have to say about that because I, I do feel like it's all been said, but like. No, it has been. And I mean, we love just like talking things so deep into the dirt. It's not even funny, but. Of course. Yeah. It's just like such a crazy thing for people to focus their energy on. <laughs> it's just so wild. Yep. Um, let's think. Okay, Vanderpump premiere. I did watch. It was like underwhelming, but I feel like that's a first episode of of anything is like yeah. pretty pretty underwhelming. That uh, people sense. are asking if we're watching The Bachelor, and we're not. But I have heard great things, so enjoy everybody. Everyone's <laughs> um, saying they love the guy. Well, I don't even know what's his name. Jo Joey, I think. Yeah, I Joe. think it's Joey or Joe. Oh, it's probably uh, Joey, he's, he does Joe, seem great from like Nick. the clips that I've seen. Yeah. Um, everyone's saying they're in love with him. So hope it works out for whoever he ends up picking. Everyone, like, I feel like I already know who wins because it got, like, leaked. And I'm not even watching the show, but I know who wins. And she's, like, everyone's – well, I don't know for sure, obviously. This is, like, from a TikTok, but – I think I saw this, too. A TikTok comment. But anyway, she's, like, mm -hmm. America's sweetheart right now. She seems great, too. So would love that for them. I love love. Yeah, I just don't think I will ever be re like watching another Bachelor season, unfortunately, unless I know someone on it like we did with. Yeah, exactly. Career season. So. Um, I am still watching. We're still watching Love Island Australia. Everyone's trying to get us to watch Love Island UK. I will get there. Um, There's a new UK season out? I think. People are like or damning is, me about it. Or is it the All-Stars one that they're talking oh, about? Oh, maybe it's All-Stars. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think okay. that's it. Yeah, um, I'll get there. Want to get there? Where? Because I think I'm probably ahead of you in Australia. Where are you at right now? I fell asleep watching it um, last night. And I think, like, uh, I probably, like, finished nine, I think. Oh, my God, Kat. Catch up. I'm on 19. Yeah, but I did just see a clip of, like, okay, this isn't, mm, maybe it's a spoiler, but, like, Zach this and Lucinda are, are still together. Like, okay, to I'm, not, I'm not surprised by that. I know. I'm just saying, like, ew. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's fucking horrible. I Okay, a lot of girls 
in the Facebook group and in our Instagram DMs were saying that he gets worse. Weirdly, I mean, he still really fucking pisses me off. But weirdly, there's been like a few things that he's been doing where I'm like, okay, that's slightly redeeming. But I still don't like him. I can tell he really likes her. It's not even about like his relationship with her. It's about like the way he talks about other people Mm -hmm. and like. Mm-hmm. I hated I hate the way that he him and Trent are I don't know if I like missed something and then woke up to this episode but like these two new guys came in and he was so rude to them like he's just like it's more about not how he is with her it's like everything else for me no he's he's a bully and he like loves putting people down like at the end of the day like he loves making sure everyone knows that he has to be like top dog in the villa yeah and I hated how like in the beginning of the season he kept him and Trent were like gossiping about how like they didn't understand how girls found Nate hot do you remember Mm -hmm. that yeah like grossed me out because I was like Nate's so fucking hot they I think the producers thought that their bromance would be like a classic one that everyone loves but it's not at all it's the exact opposite I think Trent is fucking disgusting and like just (laughs) horrible and he like follows Zach around and basically does whatever he does. It's I know. so awful to see. Like, I don't know how anyone would be attracted to that. I know. Same. I was thinking that too. I was also thinking about like, if Trent was cast on the show without him, I think it would be a very different experience. And like, yeah. maybe he would be likable, but it's really hard to watch him like live in another man's asshole. <laughs> no, ex- that's exactly where he is. It's crazy. He's literally warm and cozy in there. And it's like, ugh. I like, I just, I don't want to say anything because I'm so far ahead of you. And even though I know you don't give a fuck, but there's just been like some close calls where I thought they might be separated, but not yet at least. Okay. Uh, You're talking about Trent and Zach? Yeah. Oh, good. I hope that they need some beef or something. They need to like, or they need to fuck or something. (laughs) No, seriously. Um, Okay. We should probably move on. Due to time yeah. restraints. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I have an advice, if that's okay. Yes, I have one as well, but please take the floor. Okay. Please give me your thoughts on this. I'm a fashion student in college. In my major, there is never really any guys in my class. I just started a new semester and got into some higher level courses. There's a guy in this class. He's really cute and has genuine style. Kind of reminds me of Jacob Elordi's style, like I wouldn't have to dress him. There's never any men in my classes. On the first day, he sat directly behind me. I can't describe it, but it kind of felt like he was looking at me the whole time or just sitting by me on purpose. I was sitting in a group with all my girls and I felt like 
like it meant something that out of all the empty seats, he chose to sit near me. Am I being Delulu or does he have potential? Do I only like him because he's the only guy in my class? I've never spoken to this man and I'm kind of nervous too. I also stalked him on LinkedIn and he ha- he 100% saw because I think he also stalked me back, but I can't tell for sure because I don't have a LinkedIn premium. What should I say? Please help. This is like so me. It's not even funny. No, that's why I read it because I wanted to be like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> this is me. Like, do you remember in college, I would have literally one guy in my class and I'd text you guys and be like, yeah, like it's me and him in the end. Is, it's us. Yeah, no, absolutely. I just, I thought like the way that she was going, I was like, oh, he totally sat down next to her. They started chit-chatting. No, mm-hmm. just behind. And he definitely was staring at her the whole class. Right. I love it. She's like, it's just like a feeling like, yeah. Um, So to answer your question, I do think you're being Delulu, but I I mean that in like a positive, sweet way. Like it's, it is okay to like feel like everyone, it's okay to make up a connection in your head because I do it all the time. Make up a connection and also just feel like everyone's interested in you. I think that's such a fun outlook to have. Like it means you're so, just so confident. Yeah. She's like writing her own like fanfic in her head. Um, but on the, uh, the flip side of that, I don't think it's Delulu to like ask him out. I don't think that's crazy. I do think there's a possibility. I have like fucked a guy in my class and then been like super uninterested in him and then had to like sit next to him every day mm. and it is hell. And like, there is the possibility of rejection, which doesn't seem like you're the kind of girl who like would be too bothered by that, which mm-hmm. Like, of course, if there is a rejection, that's fine. But, like, if you ask him out, which I think you could totally do and just, like, whatever happens, happens. But also, maybe waiting till the end of the class is is good, if if possible, you know. I don't – it does not sound like this sister can wait based on what she's saying. She needs him, like, water, yeah. No, literally. <laughs> I – think yeah I definitely think she needs to ask him out and your classmates like it's so easy to like come up with something to like add so you think to hang out, out now just ask yeah ask to hang out and just like feel it out I mean for all she knows like he's a male in a fashion class he could be gay like Emily that's rude is it <laughs> I'm not just kidding <laughs> um uh, yeah you could be like do you want to like make a jacket together <laughs> I don't know what y'all do <laughs> I'm literally picturing like Project Runway. Like that's all I can see in my brain right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, personally, I would ask him out. I was just trying to give like a logical, like you could like go through the class. I'm sure it's Mm. a somewhat like engaging class, like see if there's a connection and then ask him out. I also love how she was like, I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent sure he looked at my LinkedIn, but I have no way of knowing. I just like, that's how I feel. Like this is a gut feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that. just feels it. Totally valid. Women should always trust their guts. I get it. Now, I mean, I also, like, believe her. I'm like, yeah, he's into you. I just think there will be, yeah, like, an organic way that it's going to come up and you're going to, like, figure out if he does actually have feelings for her or is interested not have feelings. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever, like, done that necessarily, like. Didn't you just say you fucked your classmate? Yeah. But, like. (laughs) I saw him at the bar. Oh, different, different, different. So like, different. I'm trying to think if I've, like, in person, like, walked out of class and been like, let's go do something, you know? Like, I don't think I've done that. Yeah. I mean, I just think, like, maybe, like, exchange numbers if you need to study or, 
God forbid, I'm sure there will be a fucking project you can partner up for. God forbid, this is actually how you like get your men. My lab partner used to like always need a ride. <laughs> oh my god! And like, if someone needs a ride from you, they want to fuck you. Like that's just like point blank period. I think that that's a that's a rule. That's a law. I know. And like, of course, we were able to move forward with that. Um, and then there was one guy that I was partnered with on a project in Spain. I had a crush on this guy in my class, like all semester. And then we got random number assigned. And I was like, of course, he's my soulmate. Like, obviously, oh, I cannot even remember God. his name. But like, we we hung out and it was like strictly business. Like, we like genuinely worked on the project. Mm-hmm. And then I asked him out and... We did, like, get coffee, and it just – nothing ever happened, and the semester just ended. But, God, I wish I could remember his name because, like, I might be needing to do, like, a reach out. So, oh, my God. <laughs> so you got coffee and there weren't any sparks or anything? It just kind of – I just think it was, like, like a coffee date. It's, like, during the day, and then I think the semester was, like, ending, and it just kind of fizzled. Yeah. The other thing was that I accidentally, like, without knowing, had fucked his roommate. Oh. But, like, I didn't know that when I I came over and it just happened to have been a house that I had already been at. Right. Don't you hate when that happens? Ugh. That was really <laughs> scary. It was really scary, y'all, because it was also the scene of the micropenis crime. And that's all I'll say. Oh, my God, we haven't told that story in so long. Have not we there, told that even, story I, publicly? Maybe not. I mean, there's not there's not really a story to tell. <laughs> yeah, just know that I've seen one. That's all you need to know. <laughs> just know. And I'm so fucking sorry. I hope my family doesn't listen to this one because there's been a lot of like, it's kind of vulgar. Well, hey. you know what? That's they're listening at their own um, expense. What's the what's the phrase? At your own risk. At your own risk. Thank you. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I miss him. I miss it all. Um, yeah, ask him out. Fuck it. Ask him out. Get coffee. Feel it out. So mm-hmm. many routes you can take. All right. Are we ready mm-hmm. for the next one? Okay. Um, hi. I'm a completely observant third party in this matter, but my friend needs advice and she doesn't know what to do. Our characters for this story are Pam, Monica, Claire, and Daniel. Pam and Monica are best friends from college and recently graduated. Pam recently matched with Daniel on Hinge and was showing Monica her Hinge matches one day, and Monica recognized Daniel as her high school best friend, Claire's ex. Monica does not like Daniel because of how he treated Claire. Claire and Daniel dated on and off throughout college, but Claire has had a new boyfriend for over a year now. Eventually, Pam ended up running into Daniel at a local bar and ended up going home with him. Pam told Monica about her hookup with Daniel, and Monica thought it was funny and decided she wasn't going to tell Claire. Pam continued to hook up with Daniel on the weekends for the next couple months, and Monica ended up telling Claire because she felt bad about not telling her. One night, Monica and Pam ran into Daniel. Um, While they were out, Monica ended up getting mad at Pam, said she felt weird because she was seeing Claire the next day. Pam told Monica it was strictly physical, but Monica's worried Pam will catch feelings and doesn't want her to get hurt, and also Mm -hmm. feels weird because of the connection she has with Claire. It's kind of like if Brooke started hooking up with one of Emily's exes and Kat was in the middle of it, but this was before Emily had met Brooke. And by the way, Pam and Claire have never met. So basically, Pam wants to keep Daniel around as a hookup, but feels guilty and judged by Monica. Should Pam just stop hooking up with Daniel altogether? It does it not matter. Mm, that's an interesting situation. I feel like that happens a lot, too. Yeah. I 
personally think because Claire and Pam, I mean, even if they had met once or twice or whatever, they're not, sounds like they're not really friends. No. They don't like run in the same circle. And it does, I mean, I don't know if Claire's pissed off by this, but I honestly think it's fine. And it like sucks because her bestie might get hurt by it, but like she's doing it at her own, at her own risk. (laughs) No, I, I do think it's fine. It's totally fine. I think it is a weird situation when like, you're at a bar and then you're like hanging out with your best friend's ex. Like I Mm -hmm. don't like that. But I think at that point you just kind of remove yourself and just like be honest with Claire if she asks you or like tell her if you saw him or something. Like just don't hide anything. Um, But yeah, I mean, I hope that they don't start dating or something because like the just hooking up, I'm like, it's totally fine. Like they don't know each other. Um, It's fine. But like if they start dating, I feel like that gets messier or like the feelings get involved. I think because of the way they met, too, like, it was just from Hinge. Like, it wasn't, like, she was introduced as Monica's best friend's ex. So I think because that was pretty organic that it's not that bad. Who wrote this in? The the friend in the middle? No, like, someone who was friends with Monica. Oh, okay. So, okay. So no character. No character. Got it. no, No character in the story. So she was just, her friend doesn't, her friend Monica doesn't know what to do if she like really needs to interfere, like step in and interfere with Pam and Daniel, um, and show her loyalty to Claire or just let it, let it ride. I think, yeah, just keep telling Claire what's up. (laughs) Keep telling her what's going on. Just try to stay as like disconnected as, as feels like normal because Mm -hmm. I mean, they're adults, like they're going to do what they want. It just, it's weird that you happen to know them from different like parts of your life but and, and it sucks that she doesn't like daniel Ew. that is i mean that's a little tricky but no it's definitely tricky i'm trying to think if this has ever like really happened to me but i don't know like i hate i hate when i even have to like see my friends exes really i mean obviously it gets more complicated when you're all like friends and stuff but like yeah i don't know well the ones it's, that have like them. the ones that have yeah really wronged them and you know there's no chance of them getting back together or anything like that yeah Oof, I was just talking about your ex on the phone with someone mm-hmm. and I was remembering like I don't even know if you want me to say this on here but he like re- I forgot about the period after you dated him that he was like asking me on dates mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like trying to like like openly trying to fuck me and I was like stop speaking to me like you are my best friend's ex like what is wrong with you and he was just like I don't understand like what's wrong with that like yeah and obviously you were telling me about it. And then I was going immediately to him and being like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop. And he was like, you're fucking crazy. I would. And then, of course, he's like, I would never fuck your ugly ass fucking friends. And I'm like, yeah. I have the text. Yeah, I'm I'm like, every, messages. every screenshot. I remember specifically he like asked me to get Chipotle with him. And I was like, no, like yeah. literally no. Yeah. He is deranged. It deranged. didn't stop with you, sister. Like he, I, there's another girl too. And mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is your problem? Like genuinely, what is your fucking problem? He was scary because we, I was talking about how like, oh my God, he would make you laugh so hard. And then he'd be like, oh, by the way, like your thighs are fucking massive. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> what? It's like no, whiplash. It like, actually like emotional whiplash. Like, it was so crazy. Like, there were moments where I was like, oh, my God, I totally, like, get this. Like, I understood why you loved him so much. I was like, oh, my God, he's hilarious. And then, like, three seconds later, I'm like, what? 
Turns out like he was really just funny because he was just, he was like a Zach. He was just constantly putting down other people and like to lift himself up. He's actually just like Zach, you guys. Wow. Oh my God. I was like, who is Zach? I just remembered <laughs> Love Island. Okay. Yeah. He He's is like a Zach. Yeah. Just like Zach and like tried to like recruit other men under his wing to just harass women. Ugh. And I don't think he has really anyone under his wings anymore. So, yeah. That is, yeah, something I've noticed lately. And I'm just like, we tried to tell y'all. Tried to tell y'all. Like, I think that people grow up and I'm sure he is hopefully a better person. But, like, to the core of that, I don't think, like, if you can be, like, so mean like that to anyone, I don't think that ever, like, fully changes. Because I don't think everyone, like, is even capable of being like treating people like that so i don't yeah. think that ever like fully goes away so god bless to everyone and his family involved etc friends family and lovers yeah wishing them all well not him though no not right now no not yeah not not, not right now not at this time <laughs> um okay i have another i think this is like kind of an advice so let's do this real quick um hi love y'all in the pod I need help. I need to understand if y'all ever feel like men are too nice. And then it gives you the ick. I've been single <laughs> about nine months and just finally met a decent guy. He's literally so nice and genuine, keeps complimenting me and communicating that he's into me. So please tell me why I'm hesitating. Obviously, my ex is an asshole who never told me I was pretty. So maybe it's just the whiplash. Oh, my God. Whiplash. The word whiplash um, <laughs> from something so different. But do you guys think that there's any substance to my panic or is it just me trying to self-sabotage? LOL. More context is that we hung out three times in eight days. And on the third date, he told me he was deleting his dating apps. This stressed me out that he's like in love with me and I just need more time. I'm 26 and he is the same age, is cute, has a good job, own apartment, raised the same way as me, etc. We're hanging out again on Saturday, so please help. Also for context, just for YouTube, because you might know the area. I live in Lancaster, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, not Amish, LMAO. But this area, everyone is fucking married by my age, so finding <laughs> a single guy is A decent single guy is rare. Hmm. This is interesting, because I feel like girls always talk about this, how... Mm -hmm. I need an asshole. Like, I, I need a boy to, like... But I feel like you kind of grow out of that. But at 26, I don't know. It does sound like she's self-sabotaging. I think she's just overthinking it. But also, it sounds like he may be coming on a little strong. Yeah. That can be scary, for sure. I think, like, maybe disattach the whole, like, oh, the nice guy is giving me, like, the ick. And, like, completely remove that thought from your head and just date him, like, objectively. Like, and just see if you, like if you have any sort of connection with him because I think sometimes we overthink that whole thing, you know? Like the, what, the the nice guy thing? Yeah, like, it's okay for someone to be really sweet to you, but they, mm -hmm. you don't like them that way, and that just might be what you're experiencing, but it doesn't mean that you don't like him because he's nice. You yeah. just might not be into him. That's, yeah, it's exactly what I was going to say. Like, it there's a chance if she's thinking that way at 26 that it might be something else about him and not the fact that he's really fucking nice. Yeah. So I think like go on the date with him on Saturday and just focus on like how you feel around him and like don't even worry about him being like sweet because you can you can date a nice guy that you'll like. I don't think that that's like – I know I'm kind of looking for – I understand what you mean because – I have dated, like, 
very nice guys. I feel like that is actually my type, but I kind of want someone with a little bit more like oomph that can keep up with me. But I'm also like that, that exists in a nice person as well. It's like, it's not that I don't like nice guys, you know? Yeah. You like want someone who's going to like give a little pushback and not just like come to your every like beck and call. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to like, you mm-hmm. want someone to like argue with you a little bit, like about something you're going to watch or like where you guys are going to eat. He's not going to do everything you want to do all the time. Yeah. Just like have a, like a little bit of a backbone, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> but I think just like feel it out with him. Cause he's a decent guy. There's not a lot of decent guys in your area. He seems like nice and successful and he's into mm-hmm. you. So like, just, I don't think there's anything wrong with you. I don't think you're like self-sabotaging, but you just I might not s- click. Like, I think sometimes it's a weird thing when like, cause this has happened to me here. I've talked about it, but it's like, I've dated the sweetest guys here, but I don't see anything with them. Um, I don't even know what I was going to say, but like, it's not, it wasn't because they're nice. You nice. Know? Yeah. I think that was always like your like telltale sign is like, there's nothing wrong with them. They're so, so nice. So good to you. Very sweet. But like, you just don't see anything in the long term. Yeah. Because if he, if you really liked him and he was so sweet, like those things would mean the fucking world to you. Mm-hmm. So you might just not be that into him, but maybe, you know, things can build. I don't know. I go back and forth with the whole like things can build because then I end up like five dates in and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? But I don't know. I'm figuring that out <laughs> on my own right now. Yeah. I literally was talking to a guy about that recently. of just like how I accidentally like go on many dates with the, that I'm like I'm not interested you're not interested but yeah but it like just may take you that many dates to figure out that you're not interested I know like, god forbid what if they are the one I know I that's why I feel like this need to give everyone a chance because I'm like you don't know everything about someone in one date one date sounds exhausting though yeah I think I'm kind of like retiring going into a bit of a hiatus is that okay with everyone I'm personally fine with that I mean I do enjoy I do enjoy waking up to texts from you after your dates, but it's fine. I've just been doing like some heavy lifting and it's like, I have liked everyone. I still have not gone on a bad date. Like, so maybe I'm just gay or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm like actually serious at this point because I don't know. I don't know. I guess the one, I guess I did like someone. I liked my situationship that wanted me dead. So that like is proof that it's possible. And, and he's of course the only one that I met organically so i'm like maybe i just need to like let life kind of i'm not anti-dating apps but i'm like clearly i've been on quite a few at this point and it's like Mm -hmm. not not really working for me well you've only been in la for what six months now so yeah i know i'm sounding like desperate i'm just like no 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 no. i'm just saying bored well like i said i think you think you've got enough to occupy your time right now yeah without going on more first dates so. You've had a busy January. Why don't you take February off? I think I'm going to. Just relax. I, and who knows? Maybe that organic man will come. Praying for my organic man. <laughs> if my organic man is listening, <laughs> go go to Jameson's on Saturday or something. Uh, Well, I'm going to tell a story about an organic man, actually. Yeah. If that's cool. Mm-hmm. Hey girls, first of all, love you both. My bestie and I started listening in the fall and we look forward to your episodes every week. She is insisting that I write this in because it's so crazy. Also, we both went to Maryland and live in Baltimore, so your stories are super relatable. I recently got out of a nine-month relationship in December and before that was in a two-year relationship with a different guy. For reference, I just graduated from UMD last May, so I'm 22 and I'm in my first year post-grad. 
Since I was in back-to-back relationships, I'm truly embracing the single life, and the past few weekends have been me hitting the town with my besties and having a great time smooching boys as I'm not looking for anything serious at all. This is where it gets good. On Saturday, I was out for the Ravens game and was chatting up this very cute, tall man who was 27 with a great job. We were talking and flirting all night, and he even came across town to a different bar to meet up with me after my friends and I left the previous bar. Long story short, I go home with him, and I'm super pumped to hook up with him because we were vibing so well, and he was so hot. But as we enter his house, he asked me, did you notice anything weird when you came in? Laughing, I said, I mean, I noticed the car seat by your door, but I'm assuming that's your roommates. And jokingly added, unless you have kids. To this, his face immediately paled, and he said, yeah, so I have six-month-old twins. You're the first person I've brought home since they happened, and I understand if you want no part in this. He then started to get visibly emotional and was going on about how this is the first time he's had to handle the situation and he didn't want it to be just a one-night stand. I was literally so shook to my core and also pretty drunk that I full-on Ubered home within five minutes of him telling me. I think I also drunkenly told him I wasn't on birth control, which is a lie, and it wasn't a good idea to hook up anyways, basically threatening giving to give him another kid. And after all that, he texted me the next day asking me on a date, even though I full-on ran out of his apartment the night before. I don't know what magic I said to him when I was drunk, but I guess it was good for him to still ask me on a date. The next day when I told my friends, they said they probably would have hooked up with him anyways, but I think I was too spooked when he started getting emotional. What would you guys have done? Also, Kat, if you have any flirting tips on how to attract normal people in the bar and not fathers, I would appreciate it. Anyways, love you both. Obviously, I said no to the date and I'm no longer in contact with this man, but I thought this was too funny and of course it would happen to me. And then she sent another email and she said, also to follow up because my friends keep asking me these questions. I don't know if he was married or divorced, if the kids were boys or girls or what Mm -hmm. his relationship with his baby mama is. I simply did not ask my quick escape, but I know I drunkenly said I didn't want to complicate things, not knowing his relationship with the mom at all. Hmm. Well, it seems like you don't need my flirting help because (laughs) you obviously got him like wrapped around your finger. Um, I probably still would have hooked up with him, but I I understand the... The emotional thing would be weird because it's like you just met him. Like, you don't need to yeah. do all that. Also, like 27 and you're bringing him a 22-year-old. I just feel like. Yeah. It's a little crazy. You probably did the right crazy. thing leaving, honestly. But, I mean, six months is like that's that's fresh. fresh. Those are babies. Yeah. Babies. I mean, obviously the babies weren't there and like the mama wasn't there. So it's like they're not together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think I in that situation, I also would have just stayed. <laughs> I would have yeah. felt too bad. <laughs> I don't even like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not even saying it's the right thing, but I just would have stayed because I, I never know when to leave things. Like, <laughs> I truly like, I was talking about this with my Uber driver last night. Like, I say yes to anything and then I end up in like the weirdest situations and sometimes it's like really good stories, but it's like I do need to learn to like grab that uber and get the fuck out when i'm like a man sobbing to you about his twins right i feel like i'm shocked that you haven't hooked up with a dad yet like a young dad yeah i've never i mean that i know of at least hooked up with anyone with kids oh that'd be such a good bit but i don't really do like i mean this is like not fully true obviously but like recently in the past couple i mean since i've been single i don't do like random ass hookups really so it's like i'm not gonna yeah. go home with a guy from the bar and then like find out he has kids like i would know that's true prior you know that's also so bold of him to bring her back to his place with all his like kid shit everywhere yeah also like it totally just could have been a one night stand and like she would have that's what she wanted you know that's not what he wanted this man wanted to date her 
which is crazy. You just said kids, and you think a 22-year-old wants to become a stepmom? Yeah, that's crazy. Stepmom of two newborns. If they were girls, like, that'd be kind of fun. Kind of fun, but also just, like, whew. Being a stepmom at 22, I can't imagine. Uh, Unless it's, like, like, I don't know, like, some famous person's kids. Like, I'm thinking... What if he just had a random hookup and, like, she got pregnant and they're just friends? Like, okay. I don't want to raise them, though. <laughs> you don't have don't... to. Yeah, but if I'm going to be with the person, then I have to. Yeah. I'm just I mean, going to date, date them for funsies. I think if I met a dad right now that I was in love with, like, obviously, if they were newborns, no. But, like, I would, I think I would stepmom the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess so. Like, we are kind of getting... Like, I turned 26 soon, so, like, yeah, I guess. I suppose. I'm going to step up and be a fucking mother. (laughs) You'd be such a fun stepmom. Oh, my God. That would be actually sick to... Not have to give birth. No, I think, like, if I ended up... Because I see myself getting married very late at this point. If I end up just being a stepmom and I can, like, have, like, the joy of having children without doing it, and then I can also ship them off to their mother's house, like obsessed that's actually yeah kind of a dream yeah you know and the, if i have you know a husband the, who like doesn't want more kids like perfect yeah and you know the dad doesn't have full custody so god no <laughs> they never do no oh my god wait i just figured out my dream life yeah you i was need on to change that hinge setting to kids sure that's only premium. I don't pay for Hinge or Bumble oh, at this time. that's fucked. Um, Bumble's sending me a Valentine's Day gift, which is nice. But I'm like... Okay. Aww. Um, so sweet of them. I was on TikTok Live today, and someone commented, like, I'm in your sister Josie's class. And I was like, you need to get off of TikTok. Like, you're 11. <laughs> it's so scary. I was just thinking about kids. And then also on my live, there's this girl that used to date Kevin's brother, Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, like, more than a decade ago, I think. And she was, like, Jeez. crazy. And she is always on my live commenting that. And I'm, like – and it used to be, like, oh, I, I dated your boyfriend's brother. And now it's, like, oh, I dated your ex's brother. And I'm, like, okay. All right, girl. What do you want from that? And because I know the stories about her, I'm, like, she's crazy. Blocked. Blocked. Sorry if she hears this. I do think she's, like, a fan, but – I just feel like that's so weird to, like, comment that all the time on my live. I mean, one time's like, aha, okay. Yeah. Weird. Crazy. She, like, spams it, too. That is so annoying. Uh, Sorry. I don't. I was thinking about kids, and I was thinking about my live. Sorry. That was that's just fine. really off track. Speaking of kids, I really, really want to get another cat, like, so badly. It's crazy. Really? Are you going but to? But I don't. I don't think we can because we're going to move out of Baltimore in like six months. And then we have to move in with Kyle's parents. Surprise, you guys. <laughs> Connor are moving home. Um, and I don't think they'd be too thrilled. But now that Kyle and I are both in the office, like mo- almost Monday through Friday, I think she's so lonely during the day. It's horrible. Because when we come home, she will not leave us alone. Like constant meowing. Yeah. Cheddar's the same. Like when I loved him for literally only like – two days for not even Mm -hmm. like one full day for the ski trip but he was addicted to me when I got back like he will not leave me alone I feel bad yeah but I can't get another one by myself right now yeah I mean it it is one cat's like the perfect amount of work Mm -hmm. 
too, and a kitten. Whew. Cheddar literally doesn't know how to like just enjoy toys a normal amount. So he, he, you know, he eats the full worm. Doesn't Nyla do that too, or she doesn't? No, she she's obsessed with it. Like, is like I'm not kidding, dragging it around as I as I speak this right now. Um, she doesn't eat it. Yeah. Cheddar eats the full worms. He, mm-hmm. that toy that I got, I think I got Nyla, one of the, those from San Diego, like the mouse at the end with the brown string. He yeah. ate that entire thing, which That's is like insane. so dangerous. Like you're supposed to, he ate the rope. You're supposed to take them to the vet if they eat something like that. I didn't even know he was able to consume it. Um, and then he threw it up all, like the entire rope on the That's ground. That's good. No, it is good, but I was just, and then he, he was feeling like sick all day today. And I was like, don't eat the rope. Like, I feel bad for him, but, um, what is I do up think it's the that? craziest things. Has Nyla ever had like an, I, she has, but has she had an accident or like thrown up or something? Yeah. Claudia. But Cheddar always tells me about it. Does she oh, do that? No, because sometimes I'll find them like under the bed and they've been there for like a month and I had no fucking clue. He won't leave the spot and he cleans around it until I yep. get there. Mm-hmm. That's so like, funny. That's so cool that cats do that. They are. I genuinely think so much smarter than dogs. It's crazy. It's insane. But then sometimes I'm like, you're so fucking dumb. Well, I think orange cats are just like, they're so special in that sense. Yeah. They really they, they've got the best of both worlds. They really do. We should do like a perfect in every way. Do you have any? I hate when you put me on the spot for perfect in every ways. Perfect in every ways, but they have uh, six-month-old twins. Oh, red I would flag. hook up with the, them but not date them. So like red flag, I guess. Red flag, I suppose. Yeah. Unless, I mean, but they're fucking perfect. Like they're your person. Mm. I don't know. It's tough. My person doesn't have six-month-old twins, so. Yeah, I guess that's fair. But like I don't. I think I have a person at this point. Perfect. It's getting, every- it's getting glint. Or what's the word? Glim. Please. What are you trying to say? Grim. It's getting like dark Grim out over there. here. Yeah. Okay. Um, doom and gloom. Um, yeah. Perfect in every way, but <laughs> perfect. I, I just can't stop thinking about. Sorry. I'm obviously in the heat of Akatar right now. Perfect in every mm-hmm. way. They have wings and they're a fairy green flag i haven't read it i still I haven't read iron flame i see you guys like messaging me and posting like please read it but i'm like i haven't read anything at all because i've been too busy drinking <laughs> that's fine you have your priorities straight it's all good this is my most like douchey episode ever no it's douchey, fine. You, are you allowed to say douchey i think douchey's fine can you hear okay. nyla right now she's at my side meowing at me no i can't can you give me hi 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 Good to see you, sister. What is it? All right. Well, I think we should say goodbye. Nyla, say goodbye. I wish she she seriously just was so chatty. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. And I will read Iron Flame one day. One day. And that's fine. Take your time. Take all the time you need. Okay. Thank you. Love you guys. All Bye. right. Love you guys. Bye.